that's nice. But that part of me is also saying, all right, cool. If we want to have stadium tours and we want to have the impact that we want to have and all of these amazing things, we have to keep going. We have to keep going. Do not take advice from people who have pumped the brakes. Take advice from the people who are climbing their own unique Mount Everest. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 881, Alex Knott and myself on Feed Me Serotonin. Today, from episode number 882, it is a Motivation Monday, getting too comfortable is dangerous. So, if we flash back to... Two years ago, the picture of where Alan and I, I'll speak for myself, was is completely different. I used to do what I call credit card roulette. When Tara and I would go out to dinner or I would have to order something from Amazon, or I remember one time my I was having car issues with, with my WRX, which I was super, super sad about. And rather than going to a garage to do a brake replacement, I did it myself. And it was a giant pain in the butt. It took me like six hours. It was a whole thing. I hated it. And it ended up jeffing like eight months later. And I had to have another mechanic come out to the house. And it was this whole thing. But I remember that it was like $900 for what they did. And they put a hold on my credit card, on my debit card, actually. And I was like $400 in the hole. Like I was negative $400. Now, this isn't a credit card. This is my debit card. So not only did I not have enough money, they took 400 more of that. <laughs> So that was probably a year and a half ago, and a lot of things have, have changed, but the other day, I was ordering food. Uh, it was Monday, after our marathon Monday, and I go out, and Taryn said, hey, I'm not going to cook anything tonight. Do whatever you want. And I said, awesome. I'm going to go down the street. There's this awesome place that has breakfast all day, and I had this moment where I just put in the business credit card, and it's $52 or whatever, and I think of... Every other time I did this over the last, over this entire journey, really, other than recently, because we've had a lot of success, I had to check to see like, what account is this coming from? Do I not have enough money? Am I going to overdraft? Am I going to get declined? And if you came to me today and said, hey, Kev, what advice do you have for me when it comes to the podcast or the business or money or self-worth? If I forget the last four years of this journey and I give you advice based on where we are today, 13-person team, all these amazing things, I am giving you terrible advice. And I think a lot of people get, quote-unquote, too comfortable. If you came to me and said, hey, Kev, what do you suggest? Somebody did this the other day. Somebody messaged me and said, hey, what do you do for lifts in the gym? Like, what are your main lifts? What are your accessory lifts? Like, can you just tell me what you do? I'm, I'm just 
I feel like I'm stagnant with what I'm doing. I'm just wondering what other people do. And I, I told this person what I did. And I said, you have to understand, these are very basic workouts, but this works really well for me. It might not for you. I don't ever want to lose sight of the journey. So if you came to me and said, hey, what do you, what do, you do for diet? And I say, oh, I'm just kind of like intuitively eating right now. I have pizza once a week and I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of eating like garbage. You might say like, yeah, but you're really in shape. That doesn't make any sense. Should I do the same thing as you? Definitely not. Because I've been doing this for 16 years and I have muscle on my body that's been there for so long and I know my body and intuitively I know how many calories I'm eating. So the point of this episode is some people out there are too comfortable with their level of success and they forgot what it, it took to get there and they're giving you advice based on that. And if you take that advice, then you're gonna be Jeffin. You're gonna be Jeffin. If you can see through it and say, okay, what is the value in that advice? I wouldn't worry so much. Eh, I don't know that that's the advice I would give. I would say up-level your skills. So the goal in this is for you to realize that there's a lot of bad advice being given out there. One of the beautiful things is we're still growing and we're still focused on growth. And although a lot of businesses want to get to where we're at and where we'll be at this year, for us, it doesn't mean we're stopping. It's just, it's another checkpoint in the journey for us. So we always want to give advice based on the truth, based on heart-driven but no BS. That is always our goal. Our friend Evan Carmichael was doing YouTube every day for five years and he only had 1,000 subscribers. And before doing YouTube or during those tough years, he at one point couldn't even afford to buy McDonald's for his business partner at the time or team member, I should say. I don't know if it was his assistant or what, but now Evan Carmichael has 35 people on his team. He has multiple YouTube channels. He has, I think, 3 million plus subscribers on YouTube, and that's not including all of the other businesses he has. And, and he has all of this unbelievable success and he just bought uh probably a year ago now but a porsche that that says believe his one word is believe on the license plate and if he's gonna give you one of the things i like about evan is that he gave us advice based on where we're at in the journey and he was never full of it he he gave us very direct explicit advice that really was valuable he didn't say things like oh just 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 pursue your potential and it's all gonna work out or yeah, no, no, don't worry so much, like that kind of stuff. So I have another story I want to tell here. And this this story really, it, it gets to me, it frustrates me. And I think the reason it frustrates me is because it's it's my calling, it's my purpose to really help people understand this. It's something called the bow tie, okay? The bow tie is this, picture a graph. I've talked about this before, but for our new listeners, picture a graph, okay? Imagine the first line that goes from the bottom to the upper right of this quadrant is effort or results out, results out, okay? And then imagine there's another arrow or, or line rather, and this looks like a bow tie, so it looks like a bow tie looking X, and that's effort in. At the beginning of a journey, Kevin and I, one year into this podcast, had 1,052 listens. We did 52 episodes, okay? This was a ton of effort in. So much effort in for very little return. So at the beginning of any journey, there is t level 10 effort in for level one, level zero results out. I remember when we had four listens a day, okay? 
Now, eventually it becomes level 9 effort in for level 1 results back. Then it's 8-2, 7-3, 6-4, eventually it's 5-5. Five, five. Eventually you get to the point where the level of effort in actually is returning the same amount back. It starts to flip. It starts to flip when you gain momentum. And eventually it's like, holy crap, level 4 effort in and I'm actually getting 6 back. Then it's like 3 effort in and I'm getting 7 back. It's two effort in, I'm getting eight back, nine and one. Eventually, it's zero effort in for level 10 results back. Joe Rogan doing one episode will get more listens than Kevin and I in the entirety of the last five years in one episode. So for level one effort in, Joe Rogan gets 10 times the results back. It's called the compound effect. Now, if Joe Rogan said, eh, I wouldn't have worried so much. I wouldn't have worked so hard. He's, what, 1,800 episodes in? Uh, something wild. Maybe something wild. If he was to tell someone at the beginning of their journey, you know what, don't worry about it. Don't worry so hard. Just just do episodes and, and relax. It's all going to work out. No, it is not. I will never forget when I heard Ellen DeGeneres. I, I think Ellen is a positive impact in the world overall, so I don't want, and I love Dory, <laughs> by the way, and Finding Nemo, love Dory. But Ellen DeGeneres, I'll never forget when she said this. Someone asked her on her show, what would you do if you could go back in time and talk to your younger self? She said, I would say, Ellen, it's all gonna work out. Don't worry so much. That is terrible advice. It is not just all gonna work out. One of the reasons why Ellen DeGeneres is one of the most successful people in media of all time is partially because she worried so much, okay? If you're not concerned with being consistent, if you're not concerned with being better, if you're not concerned with making sure you're putting in the work, trust me, you won't end up as successful as Ellen DeGeneres. And Kevin and I are sick and tired of hearing people tell you otherwise. No, you're not going to be Joe Rogan or Ellen DeGeneres unless you're willing to put in that same level of consistency and persistency over the long term. I'll never forget, Kevin and I were at UMass Lowell in a stadium and we're watching Oprah Winfrey on stage. She's talking about the Oprah show. Oprah is a warm and loving human being. Okay, she's very spiritual, she's very connected, she's very intuitive, and she talks a lot about making sure you take care of yourself and being grateful and things like that. But I'll never forget, and I was the only one in this audience taking notes, I looked around, she said, 20 years of the Oprah show, 20 years straight, she never once missed. Never got sick, never got too tired, never missed. So, the reason Oprah is Oprah, and I had this moment when I heard her say that, she said, I never missed a single episode of the Oprah show for 20 years. I remember thinking, and I said this to Kevin, I said, Kev, that's why she's Oprah. That's what makes the difference between Oprah Winfrey and Jane Smith or John Doe. These are just made up names, but Joe Schmo, whatever you want to call it. Consistency and persistency over the long term. And Oprah had to fight her way to becoming Oprah. She was an African-American woman who was told, you can't be an anchor, you can't be on the news, you can't be in media, what makes you think you can do this? And she had to fight for everything, and she had to work her face off to get to where she is. And now that she's Oprah, and everyone knows Oprah, 
now she can pump the brakes a little bit and she doesn't have to work quite as hard for the same level of impact. And if Oprah now loses sight of what it took to get here, to, to get to where she is and gives you the advice of don't worry so much, that's just not good advice. So Kevin and I want our advice to be as good as possible. And if you want to maximize your potential, your greatest level of contribution and maximize the quality of your life, I call it the maximization triad. And everyone listening to this show, I believe wants to do that on some level. You're going to have to continue working even when the success starts to come. Kevin and I are very blessed. We've achieved more in the last year than the previous four combined, but we are not slowing down and we're not going to tell you don't work so hard because we know what it took to get here and we never want to lose sight of that. I believe, Alan, this is my what I've come to. And this came to me when we were doing group coaching because we were going through core values, core beliefs, and core aspirations. I believe that when some people get successful, they change their core values and their core beliefs because their core aspirations have changed. And instead of, so if somebody out there got successful because they wanted to work less, their advice is going to be way different than somebody who got successful because they were trying to have a giant impact. Because they might say, you know what? I would have done this quicker. I would have done this quicker. I would have done this differently. I, I'm not, I won't, I'll make it anonymous because I don't want to call anybody out, but it's something that I see and I, I want to make sure that, you know, during this episode, I think it's a perfect time to address it. I saw somebody post something on social media the other day that it was a post and it said, I've decided that if I don't want to work, I'm not going to work. If I don't want to be on my phone, if I don't want to be on my laptop, if I don't want to do this, if I don't want to work out, whatever it may be. I understand what you're saying. I have days where I don't want to work too. But this person is far enough into the compound effect where they can actually get away with it. If you, we had somebody say this before, it was a podcaster, and this person said, you know, I only really do podcast episodes when I'm pulled. And I said, well, I apologize in advance, but you're probably not going to be that successful because you're not going to do enough episodes. When are you pulled? Are you pulled once a week? If you're pulled once a week, that's awesome. But if you're only doing it when you're pulled, you're not going to have a ton of results. You're not, I'm not pulled to do exercises all the time or to podcast or speak or coach or whatever. So just be careful. Just be careful and look at the, look at the proof. Did this person become successful by doing what they're doing now? Or did they become successful by doing something different in their past and now they're just riding the momentum? Again, Alan and I, and we joke about it, we could kind of stop and just go into maintenance mode and we'd still be pretty successful just because we built up so much momentum. But then if we gave you the advice of, you know what, eh, it's kind of do what you feel all the time. You know, don't push yourself, don't, don't stress yourself, don't stretch yourself. You wouldn't be where we are. And then you would think one of two things. One, that was terrible advice. Or two, this isn't for me. I'm not supposed to be that successful. And I believe that you are capable of achieving what you're willing to work for. Now, again, there are obviously limits there too. But as we get more successful, and I've made this promise since the beginning, I wish I had an episode to, to say I said it on, I don't remember. But one of my favorite parts of us growing through this podcast and growing with the Next Level family is we can talk about what's really happening and we can talk about what's working for us. There is that part of me that's like, wow, I don't have to check the bank account balance every time I do something. That's nice. But that part of me is also saying, all right, cool. If we want to have stadium tours and we want to have the impact that we want to have and all of these amazing things, we have to keep going. We have to keep going. So we wanted to share that with you today. A little 
hardcore, but a little heart driven as always. And just make sure you're, you're really looking into who you're taking advice from. One more quick story, Kev. Of course, of course. All right. So imagine this. I had an early mentor, and I'll keep this anonymous, of course, but just was an engineer, worked so hard to get an engineering degree, went into corporate, and worked tirelessly five days a week, more than 40 hours a week to learn the business. Did four or five years here, four or five years at the next company, four or five years at the next company, rose the corporate ladder, spent 25 years working every single week without minus maybe a vacation or two per year tops, climbing the corporate ladder. Eventually, this person went from the beginning of of just an engineer at a company to the CEO of a very, very successful tech company that eventually had a valuation in the billion with a B dollar range. Very successful tech company. Now, there are people that reach out to this person constantly to run their companies. There are private equity investors that say, hey, can you please run this company? Please turn this company around. We're going to pay you millions of dollars and we'll give you a percent of the equity, which is you know, even more in stock options if, if the company gets turned around and we're going to sell it and we're going to give you a piece of the sale. This person now has millions in their bank account and spends their, week, uh, their weeks and months at a time in the Bahamas. And that's awesome. And they worked very, very hard for 25, 30, 35 years for that. But I swear to you, I'm at, at a, um, event with this person and, and, uh, we were near the ocean and, uh, I remember I was like, let's go swimming. And this person said, Oh no, Alan, I don't, I don't swim in anything less than tropical water. And I remember I had this moment and I, I called this person out too, cause we have a, a good relationship. And I said, are you getting soft on me? Are you getting soft on me with your millions, right? What do you mean? Let's get in the water here. Here's my point. This person's advice, if they were to lose sight of the 35 years of hard work that it took to make their millions, and you're out there and say, I want to be wealthy. If you did what they do now, you are in trouble. Even five years before this, this person took a picture of their car in a snowstorm outside the office at 5 a.m. and said, this is why I'm CEO. The parking lot was empty except for his car. And now he doesn't swim in cold water. Okay? Now he gets hit up by billionaires to run their companies. That was not where he started. If you start taking advice from someone who's that lackadaisical, that late in the journey, you are in trouble. Please take advice from people who are still climbing. That is what I want you to do. I want everyone to question the advice they are getting. Question it. Is it true? Is it real? There's a reason why it's hard to be in shape. There's a reason why not everyone's wealthy. There's a reason why not everyone has their perfect schedule and their perfect dream podcast and their perfect body and their perfect relationship. And the reason why is because it's a lot of hard work. We had our own team member tell us today, this is so rare. Because all these successful people, they might be wealthy, but they're not as holistic as you and Kevin. And so, again, this isn't about Kevin and I. This is about you at NLU, the next level of you. Do not take advice from people who have pumped the brakes. Take advice from the people who are climbing their own unique Mount Everest. Good fired up? Yeah.
Not fired up. If you want to be in a group with a bunch of other people who are hungry, they are grateful for what they have. I call it grateful ambition. I am grateful for what I have. I appreciate it every single day, but I am hungry for more. If you want to be in a group of people like that, we are opening our sixth round of group coaching. It's already at least half sold out. We have a bunch of people reaching out. So if you want in, please, please, please reach out very soon because it's going to fill up long before it starts. But it is... Tuesday, April 5th, I almost jeffed it, at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then it is bi-weekly from there, a total of six calls. And again, it's behind the scenes. It's not something that we put out in the public. You can ask questions. We'll talk about the stuff that you're actually going through, and we will give you the real advice that we would give ourselves at the point in the journey that you are. So join us. It's affordable. We have uh, pricing packages we can set up for you, payment plans. We just want to help you get to the next level. If for whatever reason you cannot attend that exact time, do not worry. We record them privately and then we send a restricted Google Drive link only to the people who sign up with a specific email address. And so it's completely private. There will not be anyone else's eyes except for those 10 individuals on these recordings. And then we literally delete them. So we've graduated four groups. I've gone and deleted all of the sessions off of Google Drive forever of all the previous groups. So as soon as the group coaching ends, all of those sessions will be deleted, but they will be able to be viewed by anyone who cannot attend live. The first group was called Ambitious Army. The second one was called Gratitude with Attitude. The third one was called Tribe of Abundance. The fourth one was called Pursuit of Excellence. And the fifth group that we are still currently on fire with is called Legacy by Design. Group six This is a very polished product. There are two assistant coaches. It's a 90-day program where we are going to help you achieve more in 90 days than you ever have with a like-minded group of people. If you feel intimidated and you feel scared, do not be. We we do a very good job at starting small and building from there. Fire. Next level, Nation. Tomorrow, please hold. Ah, tomorrow for episode number... 883, it is last week's live podcast, Overcoming Imposter Syndrome and Self-Doubt. I actually very much enjoyed this one. We got a lot of really good feedback. So if you deal with self-doubt or if you have ever felt like an imposter, you don't feel like you're good enough to do what you're doing, you feel like you're faking it, uh, it is a very, very valuable live podcast for you. We got to go because it's been a long, long day and I need to eat some dinner. As always, we are grateful for each and every one of you. Super, super appreciative. So much of our growth is because of you, because you're watching, you're listening. Uh, We couldn't do it without you. So we are grateful forever and we will remain hungry for sure. At NLU, we don't have fans. We have family. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. So make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid and Alan is at Alazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.